Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? second of 2021 for some of us it feels like tuesday some call it the worst day of the week because you know you had monday off so now you're waking up and maybe you're dragging a little bit or maybe christine you went to sleep and i don't know your phone wasn't plugged in properly and didn't charge correctly funny didn't that happen to not to me do you no not to me because today's the day after kickball so normally this would be the day it might happen to you no nope i'm good my phone is charged i wonder who it happened to weird yeah i I have to say without a shadow of a doubt steve (laughs) your wife has the best morning voice ever yeah she does i i had to call steve's uh wife today and uh wake him up because this it happens you know your your phone what didn't charge or died or whatever yeah i didn't put it on the charger it died overnight the worst yeah the worst thing is is like because steve and i'll talk about the show a little bit we usually walk in together i used to walk in together with connie we park in the same parking ramp. Christine has her own little special spot that she likes. I do. So she parks uh, elsewhere. And uh, I was waiting for Steve, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to say something. Like, this is <laughs> this is late. And then I'm like, no, this is weird. This isn't Steve. Steve's yeah. pretty meticulous about his timing. And uh, so I end up call voicemail, call voicemail. I'm like, his phone's dead. And I, I text Brittany, and then I call her. And, I'm like, and she's like, hi. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I hope I didn't wake you up. Don't worry about it. Like, are you sure? Why are you still trying to talk to me? (laughs) So how's it going? Seriously, I have to go wake him up. Like, I just, you know, (laughs) life's good. You're doing okay. Did you get a good night's sleep? I told you not to call me. Were you sleeping during all of this? Yes, I was. And I'm pretty sure the conversation cut off way before all this happened. (laughs) This this is weird. You know how I feel about you, Fish. Not in Fish's head. I know. That's what happened. That's what happened. She has the best morning voice. And I've already told you that today. Yes, you did. Yeah, she does. She was like, uh, remember to call me later. I'm sure she said that. (laughs) Well, I mean, I do have your wife's number. Yeah, I have your wife's number. Yeah, who doesn't? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, on, <laughs> it's on yard signs Every all over yard the place. side, bathroom stall, whatever you bathroom want. Bathroom stall? Yeah, she makes She's me really write really trying to sell those houses. She's a realtor, man. <laughs> She's giving people their dream. That's their goal. A lot of schools are wrapping up this week, and obviously the graduation's early. It had me thinking about when I was uh, when I graduated, that summer after you graduate, that mm-hmm. sweet spot mm-hmm. where, like, what are you going to do? Like, there's a little bit of nerves going. Because, like, okay, now I'm an adult. I'm going to college, or I'm going to do this with the rest of my life. Now I really need to figure it out. It's a lot of fun. That's hilarious. Yeah. That at 18, we thought we were adults, 
and that what we thought sure. we wanted to do with life was actually going to pan out. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Somebody's having a week already this I week. Know. <laughs> Even on the short one. This is why I would speak at the high school graduation or college graduation, and Christine wouldn't. <laughs> your lives are going to be nothing what you think they are now. They're not. I laugh at your dreams. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm not laughing at your dreams. You literally just, just laughed at the Pursue their... what makes you happy is what I would say. You... Don't listen to what other people tell you to do. That's terrible. Listen to advice. <laughs> it's not bad to listen to advice from people, actually, that have lived it. Listen to my advice. No, don't. <laughs> do what makes you yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever that is. And you said I'm not laughing at them, but you literally just went. <laughs> yeah, like when you said the hypothetical, you were you were laughing, I'm not laughing at the at them. I'm laughing at you about their lives. No, I'm laughing at you. Didn't she laugh about their lives? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you guys think you, you think you're adults at 18? <laughs> you big dummies. Yeah. <laughs> sweet, sweet D's been rubbing off on her. Right. Good Lord. Oh, it's that tough love fish. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not healthy. It doesn't make for a good work environment or life module. So, uh, no, but really cool around town last night, all the graduation ceremonies happening, and I'm sure there were more than just that. Uh, but that being said... Uh, if you want to see uh, some stuff to do and you want to make some extra money, log on to Mix957GR.com. I am shocked by this Cedar Point story that's up there. I think Jana, our coworker, wrote it, uh, that they do not have enough employees for Cedar Point in the first three weeks of June. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, they're going to be closed. So is Michigan's Adventure. Uh, yeah, whatever. That's, 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 like, it's Cedar Point. Like, that was, like, my brother's life-changing event. Yeah. That was huge. And they're giving you, like, a $500 signing bonus and all this stuff. And I hope that Michigan's Adventure gets people as well. But, like, Cedar Point was where my brother met his wife to be when he worked there that summer. It was, like, such a life-changing thing for him. And I'm like, how can you not want to do that? Right. It's the Disney World of up north. (laughs) It really is. So are you telling people, uh, go work at Cedar Point. You can meet the love of your life. Sure. Uh, there's some of the best experiences I had was when I worked at Disney. Yeah. You're off on your own. You're in an that apartment. That would be super cool. Yeah, Cedar Point. Mike had, my brother Mike had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. My older brother Gil didn't work there, but uh, Mike did. Gil? Yeah. Oh, Gil. <laughs> Gil and Fish. Yeah, I know. And Mike. It's like somebody lost a bet. What a loser name like Mike. I know, right? <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> All right, guys, we have a full show for you, and we do want to hear about your hero experiences Ties in with the text question of the day, but uh, already a very unique mood from uh, Christine. And after 7 o'clock, we have to talk about how uh, sometimes I know that you like the fuzzies, but you've said a couple things to me off air today already where I'm like, something's going on with her, Steve. Hmm. She's a little salty. Like what what didn't give her the fuzzies off the air, something I showed her, should (gasps) have. I know. And she's like, ah. Oh, my God. Look at them. Oh, they're smiling, joy. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) I'm exaggerating a little bit, but we'll talk about it after Uh... seven. I was asking, and Steve, I don't know if I, uh, I I don't know if I've ever asked you this before, but I think I did, and your answer was no. Have you ever had a crush on somebody at work? Uh, Yeah, but not here. Okay, so the answer is yeah. You did have a crush. Was that? Was that at the pizza place, or where was it? Yeah, it was that story where I took the girl out and spilled beer on her like 17 years. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) So uh, there was a poll that went out, and they said, have you ever had a crush on anybody at work? Uh, If not, by the way, you're in the minority, because 54% of Americans said yes to answer that question. No, not at all. 4% said they'd 
rather not talk about it. <laughs> uh, and men more likely are to say they had a work crush. 59% uh, men compared to 48% of women, which also probably makes sense. Women are a little bit more controlled in that area. But you, so have you had many work crushes or just a few? No, not many. Like, well, how, well, what's the end? Like, a few? I don't know. Maybe. I uh, well, there's me. Yeah. <laughs> Fish. I'm thinking of. Uh, I, I know. Dreams. I know for a fact one of the people was our coworker who was openly gay yes. that she had a crush on. <laughs> Does he count? Yes. You can, if you have a crush on somebody, and it counts if you think that he might visit your pool. <laughs> so a weird way to put it. Well, you know, love is love, right? Uh, so that, I was just thinking about it because I've had work crushes. And even though you're not supposed to do the company ink and all that stuff, yeah. I, I can't even count how many I've probably had. Yeah, it hasn't been many for me. Honestly, maybe three. There was a that. there was a point. Oh. Connie of Connie and Fish, we lost Connie earlier this year to cancer. We went to this uh, radio station to do our show. And it was like salespeople. All hot women. Oh, really? We used to talk about it on the air all the time. It was unbelievable. Did now, it work out for you? I did all right. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I had a, a visual crush on a lot of people, but I, here's my question. What, what's, what gets you crushing on somebody? Is it a connection mentally? Is it a is it just like the, the thing? I know yeah. there's more things involved, but that one thing that really takes you over the edge. Because for me... It's got to be mental. Honest to God. Yeah, for me, I always say I need to be intellectually stimulated. Like, that's how it is for me, honestly. Good conversation and sense of humor. That's so, like top two things. Gay men typically intellectually stimulate you more than uh, straight men. <laughs> it just, it's so weird how that happens sometimes. Sometimes? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, all yeah, the time? That's so weird how it happens sometimes, air quotes. <laughs> Steve, what's your thing that gets you crushing on somebody? Ah, uh, well, I mean, it, it's got to be... Uh... A choker? I mean, that too. I mean, it, that it, it's... she means necklace, by the way, not some girl that randomly yeah. comes up and chokes you. A good sense of humor and looks are the top two for me. Yeah. Yeah. I drive for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the ability to, to breathe. I like oh. a pulse. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like drive. I love people with drive. Mm-hmm. I just want to get it. That's why Connie. Yeah. You know, like I, I crushed on Connie for years. Well, Connie would always say, we only did it for like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've heard her yeah. say that too. Guess like I got the last word fish. on that one, right? <laughs> All right. Text question of the day is next. This is Mix 95.7. Good morning. Here's the deal we do the text question of the day every day. And today's text question of the day is going to be interesting. Uh, the reason it's going to be interesting is a story I told yesterday. If you missed it, you can always check out our podcast, which is still Connie and Fish. Um, it was a, t- a story more or less about my buddy and his wife were on vacation in Seattle and without getting into the graphic details, which is, again, this is a, a, a wild story, uh, but without getting into the graphic details, they uh, tried to save a guy's life who in his 70s without a seatbelt hit a guardrail going over 70 miles an hour. Yeah. And uh, they truly, in my opinion, my opinion, and I'm assuming, like, if the guy lived, I, they don't know. We were He and I were talking about that yesterday. Uh, but, in, you know, they were heroes. So today's text question of the day, for said text question of the day today, we are going to talk about heroes. 
we're asking you to tell us a story when you were a hero. Now, let me give you an example in case you're a little bit thrown. Some people can be a hero just by, feel like a hero, just by holding a door for someone that can't open the door on their own. Or being a gentleman or whatever. It, it, it can be that simple. It can be that simple. Uh, or adopting a pet or saving a pet's life or adopting a child or saving a child's life, whatever, obviously. Uh, now, like I adopted from the Humane Society Barrett the dog, but I have no problem saying that you can't adopt French Bulldogs. I want one. I'm going to get one from a breeder. You should get one. If I can find one that's not a scam. Yeah. Which seems to be the issue. Anyway, what is a story, Steve, when you were a hero? Oh, wait, hold on. We're asking Steve right now. When were you a hero? My story takes place in Canada. Oh, no. We were at a rave in Canada. Okay. And it was probably like 3 o'clock in the morning. And we were, the, the rave was taking place in an area where the stages were set up like on big cliffs overlooking a lake. And we were towards the back of the one of the stages because we walked away to go smoke some marijuana. And so you had to go back into the little woods area. Yeah. And so we went back there and we heard this girl screaming. And so we're like, you hear this girl saying, help, help, help. So we start wandering through the woods and it's like super rocky in that area. And there's big rock formations right near the edge of the cliff. We come across this girl who had fallen into a hole between some rocks and was literally neck deep with her arms trapped. Oh my inside gosh. of this roll, no hole pinned between some rocks. We couldn't get her out ourselves. We had to go run and get paramedics to pull her, help pull us, help pull her out. And so we got her out because it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. If we didn't go back there, wow. she would have sat there all night until Someone like morning, maybe morning because the, uh, the, the stages stopped playing at like 4 a.m. And so this wow. is about 3. So she just would have been stuck in a rock all night wow. in the woods. And was she like... Or when they came and they helped you, you were in Canada, you said. Yeah. Were they like, oh, gosh, that girl's in a hole. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, sorry. Eh? And they, <laughs> <laughs> I know Canadians don't have noses. It's like the South Park, right? Right, yeah, yeah, they had floppy heads. Floppy heads. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry, hey, floppy head. <laughs> Christine, text question of the day. Tell us a story when you were a hero. So mine happened about three to four years ago. I was at a Drake concert. I went with a friend, and in front of us there was... Some teenagers who were underage drinking. You could tell they were drunk. I love that um, she acts like naughty. I know, right? Well, I, after what happened that day, hopefully they oh, learned wow. their lesson because one of the girls was so drunk. She was she fell f- uh, face first on the concrete floor. Ooh, wow. She was all over the place, like. All of her, none of her friends were taking care of her. I ended up taking care of her. I walked her through the arena as she was falling. I went and put her in the bathroom, um, and I like put her in the, in the stall. And I was like, um, you know, because she said she had to use the Good bathroom. For you. And I kind of like I knocked. I'm like, are you doing okay? And then I she I don't hear anything, so I looked. 
kind of through the cracks of the stall. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she, I kid you, I kid you not, she was naked on the seat. So I'm like, let me in. <laughs> so she opens the door and I go in and I let her like, I hold her hair while she's puking. Aww. Nice. Good and, for you. Um, I get her like, I keep, I'm like, just let it all out. And she had lost her phone at this point. It was dead. So wow. I didn't know anyone to call for her. Her friends weren't helping her. So I like put her clothes back on for her. Did you put them on backwards just to be funny? No, I didn't do that. She was already going through enough. Okay. Ew, guys. And at one point, her face was like touching the toilet. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not sleeping here. And she like, I tried to get her back to her seat and her friends were trying to give her more alcohol. And I yelled at them. And I and one of her friends like at some point in the night was like to me you know we're scared because we're all underage and we don't want to get in trouble i was like that is your freaking problem i don't know you i don't know her and i'm taking care of her i'm like be a better friend wow and um so i was just like the whole time watching over her and making sure she wasn't like falling and so, making sure she wasn't drinking anymore i enjoyed maybe 30 minutes of drake <laughs> i kid you not what, what ended up happening what was the end of this the story end, the well the end i mean she was fine because i got her water and just made her like she was like at one point trying to be all crazy again like a yeah. little girl and i made her <laughs> sit down i was like you need to just chill was this and i watched uh, over her the entire time i made sure her friend like she was with her friends who were all you know, taking her back, and I don't. I never got her information or anything like that. So, so you, okay, I hope so she's you okay. I thought you were gonna say you like brought her home with you or something. No, or... no, no, no. She was with a group of people, and I made sure, like, good for you. Yeah, it was just, it was crazy. This is a text question of the day today. Tell us a story when you were a hero. You can text in. You can message via the app. Uh, we're gonna actually get back. I'll give you mine, and uh, I see people are calling in. If you want to talk about it right now, we could do that next. Okay, one of my favorite things that we do three times a week normally, now this week was a special week, is talk to Ira, the weatherman. Good morning, Fish. Good morning, Christine. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Ira. Ira, how was your weekend, my friend? Oh, it was really, really beautiful. It rained a little bit, but uh, it didn't bother anybody. Nice. It didn't. What do you mean it didn't buy? Like, it just the rain was okay. It wasn't anything too bad in, in Brooklyn, Not New Jersey. Not bad at all, but it rained a lot. Did you go to the casino? Oh, yes, yes. How did we do? Up or down? I did fairly good. Nice. I love that. And are the are they back at the casinos? Are they still not serving with the cocktails? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're going to be serving drinks. By next week or nice. maybe by the weekend. Are you uh, are you excited for the drinks or for the waitresses? I'm excited for the drinks and I'm excited for the waitresses. Yeah. Hamburger. <laughs> I get you there, brother. Uh-huh. How is your status, Ira? Are you still single? I'm still single. Aww. Now, because uh, I was uh, talking to my neighbors this weekend and they are giant Ira fans. And uh, my neighbor's wife was wondering. At least I got fans out there. <laughs> you do. You do, man. A lot of people think that you're cute and you sound like you would be snuggly. Um, I am nice. Very, very good. Very, very good. <laughs> so he is snuggly. Yeah, huh? that's. I like it when he gets uncomfortable because Ira, you always go. <laughs> Ira always goes, I'm nice. Very, very good, which means move on. <laughs> Ira, how's the weather, my friend? It's a beauty 
quick guys because i thought he was about to kick into a story (laughs) today's text question of the day tell us a story when you were a hero we've heard from christine we've heard from steve i'll share my story with you in a little bit based on time constraints placed on us by management oh darn so we will uh, definitely get into that here in just probably the next 10 minutes or so as well probably after traffic okay so we do this thing where i have these five little bits of knowledge that i gather every single day much like Connie did back in the day of Connie and Fish, whom we lost to cancer earlier this year. Christine, where is the knowledge coming from today? A squirt gun. Okay. Well, that sounds kind of easy. We can play with that one. Here we go. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Sweet, sweet knowledge is like the blood of life. And if that blood of life were placed inside of a squirt gun. (laughs) Can you imagine you're playing squirt gun battle wars with your friend and you have the squirt gun that and then he has the squirt gun with the blood of knowledge in it and he goes to squirt you and you say no as the blood of knowledge is inserted (laughs) into your open mouth trickling down your tongue doing a 180 turn, going past your eye sockets and into your brain, thus providing you with knowledge. <laughs> All right, but uh, don't put blood in squirt. Yeah, please yeah. don't. It was not a great image. That was a boo-boo. <laughs> All right, uh, Days End didn't get its name because you're supposed to stay for days or anything like that. It's named after its founder, Cecil B. Day. Oh, no way. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the difference between a play in New York's theaters district uh, being Broadway or off-Broadway or off-off-off-Broadway is the size of the theater. So over 500 seats is Broadway. 100 to 499 seats is off-Broadway. 99 seats or less is off-off-Broadway. That's an interesting fact. Yes, it is. Uh, America's oldest ally is, do you guys know? France. France, yeah. Nope. Morocco. Uh-oh. Oh, Morocco. It became the first nation to recognize the U.S. in December of 1777. We've had an unbroken treaty with them ever since. As far as America goes, of, of all the circulating U.S. currency in the world, about 80% of it is in $100 bills. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well, I'm going to use more of that 80%. I know, seriously. <laughs> Hamburger. And finally, America. America. It's possible to win the United States presidential election with just 22% of the popular vote. This is actually fact. To have enough electoral votes to win, you'd have to win the 39 smallest states and Washington, D.C. 
so you could actually become president. And we don't want to get in deep into that conversation. But you could become president with 22% of the popular vote. I mean, technically, you could get even lower than that if you wanted to get into a bunch of technicalities. Let's not. Okay. <laughs> what, why would we do that? I, I don't know. I just, I technically, I mean, I just, I just wanted to you, let people you know. This you, a lot. You, you could win with one vote. Politics is polarizing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now you're learned. Steve's right. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Ah, totes trending, man. Okay, let's go right to West Virginia. This is pretty, pretty neat. Uh, West Virginia has joined the list of states creating lotteries to encourage people to get vaccinated. We heard last week from the first millionaire from Ohio. They, you know, a million bucks. They're announcing more winners tonight, I believe. Yeah, the thing is, though, here's the deal, okay? Governor Jim Justice... Hi there. I'm Governor Jim Justice. That's a perfect voice. Uh, yeah, he announced that uh, the state's going to be giving away something on Father's Day, and we're going to get to that in just a second. It, it sounds like it should be more Kentucky than West Virginia, in my opinion, but or maybe even Mississippi. I lived in Mississippi. Okay. I could see it happening there. Marriage is to your first cousin. No. <laughs> Weird guess. <laughs> Odd guess, actually, but uh, it is this. On Father's Day, we're also going to give away... Two brand new custom outfitted trucks. We're going to give five custom hunting rifles and five custom hunting shotguns away. And also on Father's Day, we're going to make one of you a millionaire. Oh, yeah, two, two. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. You say you're not surprised, but it's West Virginia. Yeah, they're into that country-ish. Yeah, that's more of a Kentucky, Mississippi to me. But, like, where, okay, my my question is, what should our state be giving away if they give away anything? And this is for people that get the vaccine, right? And why is, hasn't our state jumped on that and done that? Like, I, I don't know why everybody just doesn't go with a million bucks. Yeah. Right? Just go with a million bucks. That's my first instinct. Money! Yeah, for sweet, sweet money. Now, don't get me wrong, a... Uh, Fully custom outfitted truck sounds like a good idea, but they're gonna have to pay taxes on <laughs> yep. it. So how about the money along with it to pay taxes? Which then you'd pay taxes yes. on that money, but it'd still be less money. And then they can give you a bonus check with a little bit more money for the taxes that you had to pay on the taxes for the taxes of the money. <laughs> That's why I should be governor. Yes, you should. Something I declared years ago that I should be governor, and I haven't been governor yet. And it doesn't mean I won't be governor, but someday I might be governor. Boom. Knowledge. I'd love to see that. <laughs> governor? Fish? I'd love to see you as a governor. I'd be great governor. I'd be great governor. Be good for the people. And, uh, you know, Christine, I believe, this isn't a chance for me to really promote the fact that I should be governor, but I do believe in this world that we live in. <laughs> we all deserve a chance to follow our dreams. I believe that we should work together as a people. And order giant pizzas for our neighbors. Okay. Ooh, ooh, yeah. I like that. That's simple. Go for the stoners. <laughs> <laughs> a Pennsylvania high school was evacuated because of what they thought was a bobcat roaming the halls. Seriously. School was evacuated. High school was evacuated because they thought there was a bob. Do you know what a bobcat is? Yeah. What is it? It's like a, 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 a cat, cat named Bob. It's, yes, it's a exactly. Large cat it's named a Bob. large cat. 
Steve, you see him at the zoo. What is a bobcat, my friend? A bobcat is a large cat that usually lives in mountainous areas. Now, the reason that I asked you that, Christine, is because you were like, oh. Does that not freak you out that there was a bobcat? If there was a bobcat roaming the halls of our station, I just, would you just be like, hello, bobcat? I was, yeah, actually, I would. <laughs> it would eat you. It very likely I'm could eat you. I'm waiting for the rest of the story, though. Well, I'm, I'm anticipating what happened. It's a cat. I don't think anyone would have predicted this, of course, but again, our staff and students did a wonderful job not reacting, just making sure that they quietly got out of the building, and now uh, we will let the professionals do their job. Looks, I mean, identical, the colors of a bobcat, missing a tail, so uh, err on the side of caution, you know, we'll make sure all the students are safe and the staff are safe. That was the superintendent and animal control talking about what happened at the Pennsylvania High School. It looked like a bobcat, but it was a cat. It was, it was just, just a, a fuzzy, cat. fuzzy little cat that was returned to its owner. Aww. It wasn't like a mutant cat or anything, but it was a cat. I mean, and that's, a, that's all it was. A house cat. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to mistake the two, in my opinion. But well, that's... There are those giant cats. I forgot the name of it. Those big, fuzzy ones, but you can't get that confused with a bobcat. Big, fuzzy cats? You mean? Yeah, I forget the name. Cats. No, no, no. They're <laughs> like the ones cats? that get, that are huge. Like they get the size of a dog. So really? Yeah. Oh, is it the Alaskan one or whatever? No, I have to. I, I'd have to Google it. I don't know, Steve. Do your thing in the back. Okay. Well, we'll we're good for now. Let's let's keep you focused here, Steve, for one more second. Okay, you ready? Okay, I guess. Okay. I did. Did you Google it? I mean, <laughs> can you see? Oh, it's the Maine Coon? Yes, that's yeah. the one. Okay. Now, let's talk about this uh, new survey that came out. A new survey found that nearly half of Americans believe that dinosaurs actually still exist in a remote, some remote corner of the world today. It's, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, they actually, uh, to add to that, 20% of people think they were extinct only 100 years ago. Mm. But half of Americans actually believe dinosaurs exist, like the movie Jurassic Park, right now. Half? Half. That's a really high number. Yeah. Half. Like, ah, uh, there's some weird island where they're at. We all know they're there. So my question is, do you think they still exist? No. Uh, I don't either, but I'm curious about over-analytical scientific Steve. No. Are you sure? Uh, I mean, there's probably species that are similar to dinosaurs, but no, no dinosaurs. Well, if you want more information on it, here is the Jurassic Park Choir. <laughs> Maybe school you missed because you insist they do not exist at all. They got eaten. They're dead. So they are there. Yeah, they're there. They're right there. They're right there. <laughs> so we come into work today, and uh, last night. I know you didn't get a chance to watch the full thing, Christine, but last night was the premiere of Summer's number one show. That's what they call it, and they're accurate. It's it's a great show. It's America's Got Talent is back. Yeah. Okay, so that's uh, they're going to be back. They're going to be performing. They're going to be doing their thing. And I find a couple of the uh, – Steve, you know how I like to get the people choked up? Yes, sad, you do. If the you will. fuzzies? The fuzzies oh, with yeah, fish, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, because I've always been told that I have to show the – And now, a sensitive moment – with fish. So I'd like to use Christine as a barometer sometimes off the air. Uh-huh. Because, you know, she can get sensitive. It makes sense. 
So I start, so we start doing America's Got Talent, right? And uh, there's a cool thing that you and I both thought was well, which I'm not going to play for you guys. I don't want to ruin it, but his name's Dustin. He's a magician. You enjoyed that. Yeah, I love magic. Yeah, so he that was good. So then I, but then I'm like, oh, this is going to get her, Steve. Mm-hmm. This is going to get her. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to play this, this thing, uh, this how, and here's a spoiler. We are going to tell you what happens here on this one thing from last night's America's Got Talent. If you want to go away, come back in about a minute and a half. There's this choir of health nurses. And I, and I start playing it. And Christine's responses are classic. And I, they show what state of mind she's in this week. <laughs> Our theory is working. So listen to this. Welcome. Thank you. Who, who are you? So we are the Northwell Health Nurse Choir. And we're here to sing for you today. Like, already, this we're should be getting you. We're the largest health system in New York, and we're 18 nurses of 18,000 nurses. Wow. Yeah, I mean, this is a big deal. They're really going to get you going a little bit here, right? Okay, so you're like, okay, I'm like, this is going to totally get Christine. And we're watching this thing in real time. It's about an eight-minute video. Describe what you see, but glance at Christine throughout this. Steve. Christine, and what do you see me doing? Uh, I see you dancing along, having a good time, enjoying yourself, and Christine just looks very unimpressed. And bored. <laughs> yeah. Okay, keep a hold. Hold on. There's more. Okay, you're getting the gist of the song, so yeah. where's it going to go with the judges? Howie Mandel. I just want to stand by you. I want to stand by you. You know why I want to stand for you? Blessed day. So that I can do this. I think to myself. Golden buzzer, Steve. We spoiled that. I bet it's just one bit. Slow motion. They're crying. There's tears. The 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 golden uh, what's that crap called? Confetti. Confetti is falling slowly because everything's in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Again. Look at me. Yes. All right. I, are. I, I moved, at you least. Are, yes. I'm excited about this. <laughs> Look at her. Yeah, she's just smug going, <laughs> whatever. So, you're, honest to God, off the air today, I know you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but we're watching this thing, and I'm literally thinking, before we go on the air today, I'm going to make Christine cry by showing her this video, right? Because I knew what was going on. And she's like, ah. Oh, there's always a choir. Watch, they're gonna get the golden buzzer. Yeah. And I'm like, cause she, you haven't, you watch AGT religiously. You just yeah, haven't seen it yet. I didn't see it last yeah. night. So, ah, uh, they're gonna get the golden buzzer. And then Howie gives this speech, and she's like, oh God, what did you say about Howie Mandel? Uh, he's cheesy. He's so cheesy. Ah, <laughs> uh, just a bunch of nurses getting the golden I buzzer. I didn't say that. She didn't say that, but that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> 
And then the golden buzzer happens and she goes, ah, this is, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is what I hate about America's Got Talent. It's two hours long and half of the length of this show is in slow motion because they're trying to make you get upset. Yep. Yeah, like there's always a sob story. There's always a choir getting the golden buzzer. There's <laughs> everything. You know, they they extend it into a two hour show. This is what I hate about the taped ones and not the live ones. Yeah. Is that it's just they add all this extra stuff that I don't Makes care it to see. Like, dude, you, what I fast is, forward through all of it. What is going on with your ticker, love? Like, I mean, what is going on with even the magician one? She was like, uh. Cool trick, though. And the magician one was about a guy adopting a kid, and it was this beautiful story of power and love. I'm I'm choking up, and Christine's like, I'm not like crying, but I'm, we're not gonna spoil it for you, but uh, I'm I'm like, wow, that's so cool. And she's like, cool trick, bro. I'm like, what? so funny because as he's starting his story and fish is all into it i'm like oh here we go another sob story there has to be a sob story see so here's my question for you okay we were hoping she was going to come back from her weekend cleanse in a little bit better of a state what is going on with christine this week i don't what know do you mean? you're uh, just hating on nice heartwarming stories yeah that's like this is day two of that no, what happened to you this weekend? Nothing. If you want to take a minute, I'll scrap the music. Are you <laughs> like, okay? Like that little baby coyote howling yesterday? You're like, oh my God, would that thing shut up already? I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, but it's so that cute. didn't happen. I'm like, it's so cute, Christine. She's like, yeah, cute under my tires. <laughs> wow. Let's talk about daddy tips. Uh, do we need to discuss what's going on here, how you're manipulating one kid with another kid? <laughs> uh, actually, going back over this, I was looking, and I pretty much all the tips today are slight manipulations. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that parenting, though? Right? Yeah. Manipulation. <laughs> Something's in the water. Let's find out what's going on. I'm Steve, and I'm a- Double daddy! I got tips, and hopefully they're not baddie. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. And I've learned a lot of things over the past few years, and I want to pass along some of that knowledge to you. This week's first daddy tip is all about bath time. If you are like me and have a toddler and an infant, you know that bath time can be a pretty big production at night. Yeah. My wife and I split the duties each night, but I'm here to tell you to always try to bathe the infant instead of the toddler if you get a choice. Yeah, why thank you? Bathing toddlers is like bathing a drunk monkey. It's not fun and you end up all wet. Oh my God. And on the other hand, bathing an infant is just fun and cute. So when bath time comes rearing its ugly head, be sure to snatch up that infant and say, I'll bathe the baby tonight. I'm Steve and I'm a Double daddy. The next day tip is a great way to entertain your infant at the expense of your toddler. No daddy. My toddler Charlotte does not like sharing her toys with her baby sister Izzy. No baby sister. But Izzy loves Charlotte's toys. So in order to get Izzy to sit still in her high chair for extended periods of time while I clean or cook or do other things, I always Always sneak some of Charlotte's toys onto Izzy's tray to have her play with. I want to play Sure, it would probably be much better to teach my daughter to share with her sister, but that just seems like a lot of work when I could just give Izzy the toys and hope Charlotte doesn't see. I'm Steve and I'm a Double Daddy! And the final day tip this week is a way to kill some time with your toddler with very little effort from yourself. It's time to play in the car! Beep beep! That's right, Charlotte loves playing in the car and it's super easy for me to play with her. I literally only have to sit in the passenger seat and pretend she is driving me places. 
can kill about 30 minutes before she gets bored just sitting in the car with her. I can call my parents, do work on my phone, or just watch YouTube videos while Charlotte pretends to drive. I'm driving. It's the easiest playtime ever. I'm Steve, and I'm a daddy. And now it's time for an awesome dad joke. I heard that a police car had its wheels stolen. Don't worry, though. They're working tirelessly to find the thief. Get it? Because they don't have any tires because their That's wheels Steve were stolen. He's nude. <laughs> Hopefully these tips weren't really bad-y. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 All right. I don't think any of those are bad, dude. That's just uh, you know, lying and deceiving your children. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, slight manipulations here and there to Isn't that make your life easier. Yeah, yeah it's parenting 101. <laughs> I mean, it sounds easy to me. Christine, is that what you'll do when you have kids? I if, mean. I mean, if you know them. Yeah, <laughs> if I know them. Well, I don't know what's going on with her today. <laughs> OMG. Rando Texto, Message-O via Apo, free download in the Apo Storo. This one is from uh, Christineology, is something we do a couple times a week, where uh, Christine kind of just tells us what's going on in her brain. Yesterday's Christineology... Was uh, about adulting, specifically laundry and putting away laundry and how annoying it is. Oh, the poor troubles that this woman who is currently single and lives alone has with her laundry. Steve was in <laughs> tears for her. He, the father and married and two kids, felt so bad for her and I know. her laundry woes. Oh my goodness, you have to do laundry for one person. <laughs> he poor girl. But something you said sparked today's rando texto. Which is seriously? Who folds underwear and why? Ugh. Such a waste of time. Now, Christine that was it. <laughs> referenced folding her underwear. That, this is literally it for the rando yeah. text of today. And, but it really, in my brain, started a conversation uh-huh. about the folding of underwear. So I'm going to say right now, I used to fold my underpants when I would put them in the underpants drawer. Mm-hmm. That now I don't. I just kind of throw them in there, and then you know, they're in there, right? Yep. Underpants drawer. Steve, do you fold your underwear? Nope, my underwear drawer is just all socks and underwear scattered all throughout where I have to dig through to find Ugh. matching socks and underwear. Okay, I'm now. twitching just hearing <laughs> that. Yeah. It's, Christine is, we need to clarify, Christine is major OCD when it comes to organizing her life, specifically her apartment, her yeah. laundry clearly and everything else. I, I have a different drawer for socks. I'm a baller that way. Look at you. <laughs> you can afford two drawers. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't really want to brag because I know you're saying you're spending a lot of money on your kids, but I have yeah. two drawers. Yeah. <laughs> and in one drawer, I do put the socks together. Yeah. Most of the time, but as far as folding underpants, I'm like Amy who messaged in and said no folding, waste of time. I just kind of throw them in there. Christine, though, I don't think you're alone when it comes no. to your underwear folding why and pitch your case uh you should totally fold your underwear because not only are you more organized which by the way studies have proven that when you have organization in your life it just makes you happier and feel better and reduces stress all right uh it makes your drawer look nicer you are saving time in the morning because one of the first thing we do is put on underwear instead of looking for the underwear you want because, you know, some days you're feeling different kinds and some days you want to match or, you know, whatever it is. Matchy, we have, matchy. We have different reasons for wearing different underwear. You don't have to look for it because it's right there, nicely folded. Uh, you're saving space. 
also when you're traveling i also fold or roll my underwear because it saves space that makes more sense the traveling one that's a good one i like that yeah. and um less wrinkles you actually have less wrinkles when you fold your underwear wait 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 wait, wait. stop the show less wrinkles mm-hmm. in, in your, your in your underwear underwear mm-hmm. who sees the wrinkles yeah uh it, you <laughs> it doesn't oh. matter so it's who for sees you them like is just knowing that you don't have a, a wrinkly clothing item hmm. so i checked my underwear is not wrinkly <laughs> <laughs> Say it, Steve. Say you don't believe her. I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) Prove it. In my head, in my head, it's like Hanes her way, like huge ones. And she's like, look. Well, I just keep thinking. I'm like, obviously, she wears big underwear if she's rolling it up. I mean, it's not thongs or anything. (laughs) I I know. I fold thongs. I fold uh, boy shorts. I fold just normal bikini underwear. All of them. Tell me more about your different varieties of underwear. (laughs) Okay, let's... Okay, you weirdo. You're getting off far. Let's focus on what we need to focus on here, Christine. Tell us more about your underwear. Yes. (laughs) So... I was folding my underwear before I incorporated uh, drawer organizers and dividers. Okay. And so, like, I obviously, with the drawer dividers and organizers you have to fold them but even before then i was folding them now i just have even more space okay are you an underwear folder are you not this is the big question right now we are going to do a poll on this one a fish poll on this one for today's rando texto and what's up with the wrinkle comment right like that's what i think is the bigger issue here is christine saying she doesn't want to get wrinkles in her underpants. I mean, just starch them then, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do, you, do you iron your underwear? No. Okay, so you're not ironing your underwear. No. Unless maybe you have a really big night out. <laughs> right, I know. That's going to take a day's preparation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, guys, weigh it all the ways. Rando Texto, message o via Apo, free download in the Apo Storo. Today's Rando Texto was sparked by yesterday's Christineology of her talking about her laundry adventure of three hours or from like last week or something like that. <laughs> it then we she then starts talking about her underpants and that it takes time to put things between their dividers that she has in her drawers and then folding them, mm-hmm. which has become the real Rando Texto that we got. Seriously, who folds underwear and why? Ugh, such a waste of time. Is what they said about Christine yesterday. Now, it's her life. Let her spend the time if she wants to. Yeah. She, you pitched, you had a list of reasons why you fold your underpants. I do. So this is just to quickly go through my list of why you should fold your underwear. It saves time in the morning as to, you know, when you're, you don't have to look through what underwear to choose from because they're right there in front of you. Yeah. A safe space in your drawer, and it looks nice, and being more organized just makes you less stressful, and it makes you have better mental health. Uh, it saves time and space when packing, and you have less wrinkles. So, Steve, you're going to want to open up the text program back there and uh, click on uh, the picture that was sent about five or six minutes ago. Sister with the brains on the phone with us right now. You think folding your underwear will make you anonymous for giggles. You think uh, you're folding your underwear is a waste of time. Yeah, um, as you can see from the picture, 
they're kind of small too. So. She sent a, a photo <laughs> of her underwear drawer. Of her underwear drawer, Steve. Did you? Can you see it? I'm opening it right now. Yeah, you are. Her drawer. The yeah, photo. that was what I was saying. <laughs> the drawer. Steve's live on location. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah. Steve's live on location at her house. Steve, right tell now. her to put on the blue underwear. Yeah. yeah, it looks very lacy. And you got some uh, leopard print, it looks like, or animal print. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Got them all. <laughs> okay, so why don't you fold your massive amounts of underwear? And, why, and like, do you collect them or something? What's going on there? That drawer's huge. Yeah, so uh, ever since, like, college, I have been obsessed with underwear and shoes. Um, so I have probably just as many shoes as I do underwear. That's awesome. Um, I'd love to see your shoe closet. I, yeah, good for you on the <laughs> shoe closet. Yeah, it's like, it's a confidence thing, too, because... You know, if you have sexy underwear on, then you feel sexy. I don't know. Yeah, even if nobody (laughs) sees it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So every once in a while, I'll go through, and I'll put, like, the booty shorts together, the thongs together, the booty shorts, and everything together, but not folding. They're they're little, and it's a waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) I love that she's like... I'm not coordinating i mean i can it's mostly black so if i want a pop of color i can usually find that okay so here's what i love about this member of the click of six that's on the phone with us right now like christine and steve for the record anonymous woman i've lost them both they're both just staring at this photo of your drawer I'm, I'm, you know, again, it's like Steve was describing. I'm twitching a little bit because it's so messy. Like, and <laughs> it it's, needs yeah, to be organized. It drives you crazy. I was like, oh, this is gonna drive her crazy, and it's deep. It's deep too, so oh. you're not even seeing. No, no, no. I don't believe you. I think that, uh, they, nope, I'm not going to say that. Hold on. You know what you need to do? Nope, can't say that. <laughs> That's off the air. I should, yeah, I think I should let her go is probably what we should do right now. There's a lot of see-through lace in that drawer. <laughs> Dang, you're still looking how at the you... picture? <laughs> okay, hold on. Now I need to uh, turn around here because how do you even see that? I have it on the big screen and I can't even see Well, it. I mean, the blue ones have some see-through. There's some uh, beige ones over to the right that have a little bit of see-through. There's see lots, of, lots of lace. There's even some that's uh, on the band that says love. Those look like boy shorts. That's pretty cute. <laughs> those, are, those are from pink for sure. Oh my goodness. Got it on the 50-inch. Yes, we do have it on the 50-inch, my dear. You are amazing. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Okay, here's what I love about the sister with a brain that was anonymous that called in. We're literally just talking about folding your underwear and uh, Christine thinks you should. You're crazy if you don't, if you will. And mm-hmm. uh, Steve and I were like, lots of see-through lace. We don't need them lost. Christine, do you want to just add anything weekly? How funny is it that you literally just got on Steve about getting distracted? You of all people, you're like, <laughs> right, dude. I know there's some nice black see-through ones where you can see it oh ones underneath gosh. them. <laughs> it's pretty hot. I mean, lots of lace on there, some frills. There's some nice bl- uh, light blue ones back okay, in the corner dude. by the red ones. And now he's gonna go and, home uh, and start folding Britney's underwear. I don't really want to see what happens when you pull those leopard print ones out. I want to see if those okay. are completely see-through. Christine, or not. I'm sorry, we have to move on. Thanks. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Okay, so this is a totally huge trending story. And if you have not seen the viral video of the Southern California girl, uh, it's incredible. So they in California, you have these brick walls around your house like a fence. Okay. 
outside in your yard. It's right. like a brick fence. Can you imagine that mm-hmm. in your head? Yeah. On top of that fence, now she has a couple dogs. Her family has a couple dogs. On top of that fence are some baby bears and a very large brown bear. Uh-oh. And the very large brown bear is swiping at her dogs. So this teenage girl, talk about a hero. We made direct eye contact. I mean, we were in each other's faces. The dog that the the bear grabbed, she's the baby. I have to protect the baby. I sprint towards her, and in that split second, I decide to push the bear like it was nothing, apparently. And when I push the bear, she falls back, and that's when she, my the dog she grabbed runs away, and I pick up my other dog, and I scram. Gee, yeah. like this video, this girl is a bad A. Like, she should play football. She runs and just pushes like a, like a tackling dummy in football, right? Just boom. And that bear falls right off. It gets right back on, but she had yeah. enough time to grab her dogs and then run inside. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And the bear really was just, its cubs were up on the wall, and the bear clearly was protecting the cubs from yeah. the dogs. So, but I, I, I don't know. Would you, you think you could do that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, except oh, for, for sure. the fact that the fence is about five and a half feet tall. <laughs> Oh, you couldn't protect your dogs. You can't I'll, reach the bear. I'll yeah. poke the bear with a stick. Oh, Can I say that on the air? Poke the bear? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But why wouldn't you be able to say that? I don't that? know. Who knows with all these weird euphemisms these days? Did you by chance take the wrong gummy bear today before you came into work? I don't do gummies. Oh, okay. Sorry. I guess I should have said that a little bit differently. Okay, let's talk about this chicken. Fitzgerald, Georgia. Construction slowed down because of the pandemic. And everybody's like, what are they building? What are they building? My friends in Fitzgerald, Georgia, you're gonna wanna visit. They are building a 62 foot chicken. This is not a model kit that you just snap together. No one's ever built a 62 foot steel chicken before. So he's having to come here, put things together, measure everything, go back to his shop in Tennessee and, and start then. So it's been a work in progress, but I'm telling you, this is going to be fantastic when it's finished. Christine, take a look at it. I'm showing it to you right now. It why, is a, though? A giant, why not, is the but question. why a chicken? But why not a chicken, is the question. <laughs> I have no clue. I, just a 62-foot metal chicken yeah. head is being built in Fitzgerald, Georgia, and I think people will drive there to see it. I think somebody oh, was like... Sure. It's going to be a prime selfie spot. Hey, people are going to come visit us here. Let's do it. So they've been like, what are they building? What are they building? And now you can see it taking shape. And be careful, guys, what you say right now. But that is a very, very big chicken in Fitzgerald, Georgia. Yes, it is. Yeah, and we will leave it at that. I got to call that guy out, though. He said no one's ever built a chicken that big before. That's incorrect. The world's largest chicken statue is in Branson, Missouri, and it's 43 feet tall. So pretty close. Not as big, but pretty close. No, this one was 62, right? I know, but he said no one's built it that big. And, yeah, someone's built it pretty close to that big. That's true. Now, they're just going for the record. Mm -hmm. They want to be known as, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe they sell chickens. They cook chickens. I don't know. They make chicken, chicken breast. I don't know. If you were going to do a 62-foot Something. Statue of something. Yeah. What's it gonna be? Chicken. No. It's not. <laughs> Steve. I mean, I'd do a sixty-three foot statue of a chicken just so it's the biggest. Yeah. Actually, a rooster would be the better one. Yeah. Because then you could say that yep. is a really big rooster. Is what you would say. Good point, guys. Hey, naughty, nasty Mickey's gonna visit us in a sec. Cause Disney, you're gonna get a free life hack.
But let's have a conversation about Disney World. Okay. Have you ever been to Disney World? Yeah. It's been a while, but yes. Okay. Steve? Disneyland. That Disney World, though. No. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I actually worked at Disney World under their college program. You have a doctorate. I know. I know. I don't need to brag. I wasn't (laughs) going to bring that up, but I do have my doctorate. However, when I worked there, I didn't ever know about this angle. This is a legitimate life hack going on. If you're planning on going to Disney anytime soon, take a listen to Amanda giving you a little bit of a tip. Okay, guys, new Disney hack. If you're wearing a shirt that shows a little underboob, they'll write you a ticket when you first enter Magic Kingdom so you can get a free shirt at the nearest gift shop. I just got a $75 T-shirt just because I was wearing a shirt that was exposing my underboob a little bit. So, yeah, if you want free Disney shirts, that's the hack. Yeah, if you wear a suggestive T-shirt or you wear a shirt that maybe shows a little bit of underboob, you can, uh, or maybe says something weird. I mean, not too offensive. You should wear your muscle shirt the next time you're there. If I wear a muscle shirt, you'll see a lot of underboob, unfortunately. Wow, that's cool. Hmm. Thank you for fat shaming me. That was hurtful, but true. (laughs) So I I like to go right to the source. I don't think, I think this is new, Christine. I haven't heard that before, but it doesn't surprise me because I know Disney has a lot of strict rules when it comes to dress code. Oh, their employee rules are insane. I know your sister worked there Mm -hmm. as well. Did she get her doctorate? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) I bet you I got mine first. Steve? See if you can patch them in real quick. See if you can get uh, Naughty Nasty Mickey for us. Okay. I want to go right. Yep, he's dialing it in. He is. Oh, hey there. Hey, everybody. How you doing this morning? Hey. hey. Hey, did you hear us talking about Disney World? The girl talked, Amanda, she was talking about underboob, and uh, she got a free T-shirt, $75 T-shirt, which is not... That's not cheap. (laughs) No, and not expensive for Disney either, so that's a fair price. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I just got to say here, T-shirts, definitely fair price set, $75. Definitely not taking uh, any uh, off the top there. Just... Wholesale t-shirt, $75. Sounds about right. Everybody right? Naughty, nasty, Mickey. You sound like you're out of breath or something right now. You've been working out or something? Oh, got a little bit of a cold here. Oh, do you? Okay, so uh, how do you feel about Amanda sharing that little tip with everybody, telling everybody to go to Disney with underboob so they can get a free t-shirt? Oh, well, I got mixed feelings about this. First, I want to start off by saying this is a brand new policy. I have nothing to do with it. I'm a huge fan of underboob. And I'm also a huge fan of massive profits. That's why we sell our t-shirts for $75 a t-shirt. So this is cutting into my bottom line. I can only afford one new helicopter this year because so many women are showing up with underboob. How am I supposed to fly to my side piece? I mean, Minnie over in California while I'm here in Florida. Exactly. So Mickey, you're obviously very bothered about this. I am very bothered about this. I am going to walk off of this show right now and I am going to go find me some underboob. And then, uh, wait, I mean, I'm going to go. I thought you were going to make some changes. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, my changes are going to be uh, more underboob no, and higher no. price t-shirts. <laughs> okay, no, I like Mickey. It. No, 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 okay. Like it. Thanks, Mickey. Home Di- of the underboob. Okay. <laughs> Today's text question of the day is really kind of uh, your chance to toot your own horn a little bit. You can message in via the app, or you can text the show with one simple answer, Christine. Tell us a story when you are a hero. So earlier today, we learned that Steve was a hero because there was a girl, very similar to my story, actually, a girl that uh, fell into a ditch at a party mm-hmm. and like a big party, like a techno thing. It, it was a rave, rave and she fell into a, a crevasse uh, in between two large rocks. Is that a crevice? 
Uh, it's a crevasse. crevasse. It's mm-hmm. crevasse. Yeah. And by the way, <laughs> uh, a Canadian crevasse too. Yeah. The Canadian crevasses. Actually, I don't even think we're allowed to say that. No, we're not. <laughs> so, but you helped save her. Yeah. Which was wonderful. Christine saved a girl that was underage drinking with her girlfriends, and her friends got her hand boned. And they kept egging around, and Christine was like, you need to stop, and held, held her hair and all that stuff. Yeah, dressed her. <laughs> yeah, which was weird because she never undressed. Christine just started dre- <laughs> yeah. dressing her in other people's clothes, <laughs> thinking it would be funny. I don't know if that's a lesson. My story uh, ties in with uh, a Connie and Fish story. You know, we did those Connie and Fish trips for many, many mm-hmm. years. And this is, gosh, I think this might have been 15, 16 years ago when we were in Mexico. With a bunch of members of the Click of Six. That's what we call the people that listen, Christine. Yep. I think you know this story. Is this about the girl in the ditch? Yeah. It's yeah. just like the, yeah. Okay, so do you know, Christine, what a sinkhole is? Yeah. What that is a sinkhole? That would be scary to uh, to fall down it. Yeah, what exactly is a sinkhole? A hole that sinks. Okay. <laughs> Steve, what is a sinkhole? It's a large hole that opens up in the ground because there's basically like a cavernous area underneath the ground. This is about a six-foot sinkhole. Yeah. All right, that happens on this beach in Mexico. And this girl, the one that you just sourced, Steve, falls down it headfirst. Whoa. So if you were falling headfirst, Christine, I want you to think about this. What would you do? Yeah, you're pushing your arms out. Yeah, so you're going to be essentially landing on your hands yeah. at the bottom mm-hmm. and holding yourself up. That is crazy. In the sand. And Connie and I see this happen. And we walk over, and what do you think we do? You pull her legs. To get her out? I don't know. Pull your phone out and start taking videos. I would hope not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would you do to the person in that situation? Try and get her out. So how are you going to get her out? I'm gonna pull her feet. So you're her, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna pull her legs. Kind of like I am you right now. I'm a hero. No. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> I got so excited, I pressed the wrong button. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, you could be a hero in a lot of different ways. And to tell us a story when you were a hero. So where's your story? Uh, that was it. No, I was. Uh, <laughs> it could be as simple as. Here's one of my stories. Uh, it, it could be as simple as. Um, you know, see, here's a problem, Christine. People call me a hero all the time, and I'm like, it's just what we do. It's not being a hero. Uh, actually stopping traffic and helping some ducks cross the road. You know what I mean? It could be that simple. You're a hero because you saved a duck's life. Or maybe you just went and saw a sick kid at a hospital and you did something like that and it made their day a little bit brighter. You know what I mean? It could be yeah. that simple to get a... Oh, did you just start to get emotional? Just a little. No. <laughs> the music. <laughs> Is it taking your breath away? Shh, don't make her laugh. We're going to ride this emotion out. Okay, I'm over it. (laughs) Wow, it's quick. Yeah, well, let's see if she gets it back. A moment. (laughs) Fuzzies with fish next. Christine, based on time constraints, I have to get right to the fuzzies. Let's get to it then. Uh, All right. And now, a sensitive moment with fish. This is the uh, thing that we do where uh, more or less we call it fuzzies with fish. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a chance for uh, me to share some stories with you that might give you the the feels, Christine. Yep. Okay, so uh, 
This first story is, do you, did your parents buy you your, I'm assuming they did. Did your parents buy you your first car? Uh, yeah, I mean, my first car was like my dad's car. Like we already had it. So did they own it? Yeah, they already had it. And then it became your car? Yeah. So they bought you your first car. Technically it wasn't bought for me though, so it doesn't count. It's a hand-me-down. I had the same similar situation. Yeah. Okay, well, I actually bought my first car, so I got really choked up when I saw that there was a story of her mother, a mother buying her daughter her first car. I got you a car. Do you love it? Look how big it is. Isn't that beautiful? Think of all the fun you can have in that. Looks like a limo. Surprise. It's not a limo. Do you know what it is? A funeral car? It's a hearse. (laughs) (laughs) It's all yours. Are you like being serious? Yeah. (laughs) That was her first car. They bought her a hearse. Wow. I would not do that to my child. Doesn't that give you the fuzzies? I'd buy him a bus pass instead. Doesn't that give you the fuzzies? That's such a sweet story. (laughs) Why are you guys not tearing up right now? A little weird. A little weird. Oh. so messed up. All right, all right. I'll try something else. Let's go back to what I know then. Seven-year-old boy swam an hour to shore to go help, saving his sister and father after they got stuck in a strong current in St. John's River in Florida. Here's Chase and his dad talking about it. The current was so strong that my sister, she usually hangs out at the back of the boat. And she let go. So I let go of the boat and I grabbed her and then I was stuck. Oh, is this getting you a little bit? Does this make you feel more of the fuzzies? Uh, it's definitely better than the last one. All right, both I loved them because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I tried to stick with her as long as I could. I wore myself out, and she drifted away from me. We're here. By the grace of God, we're here. Yeah. That's really sad. Kid saved his dad's life and his sister's life. Wow. Yeah. Fuzzies? Yeah. Yeah. All right, finally, let's go to this one. The recent graduate, Marley, surprised her grandma... By flying from Minneapolis to New Jersey to the hospital grandma's staying at. Grandma's in the hospital right now, and she was going to miss the graduation because she broke her pelvis, which is very painful, I would imagine. Here's how it played out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I wanted to take a picture with you. Why are you doing here? Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, that was sweet. Is that better? Because I know that you've been kind of edgy lately. <laughs> Are you looking for me to cry? I'm not going to cry. I can tell you're not going to cry. My God, I saw some nurses <laughs> get the golden buzzer on America's Got Talent. Spoiler. And Christine was like, I wish they would speed up the video. This is taking too long. <laughs> oh, what's with the slow motion? <laughs> oh, my God. And that was a sensitive moment. Okay, today's text question of the day. It's pretty awesome. We're not going to be able to do all of these. Steve, you got to make sure you get them all up on the website later yep. today. Uh, these stories are really incredible, Christine. Yeah, they really, really are. Lots of good people. And that's because our, our question is, tell us a story when you were a hero. I can be your hero, baby. So, uh, for example, maybe you... Uh, you may not feel like a hero, but you're doing something awesome and helping your friend that's going through something. Like Keisha and I got the opportunity to spend time with Connie when Connie was sick and help Dan get some time. Then when he had to do work, yeah. we lost Connie earlier this year to cancer. And so that felt good. And, and that's number one right here. Somebody said, I'm a hero right now because my sister has ovarian cancer. So I had her and my niece move in with me 
so she wouldn't have to worry about bills and stuff. That's so awesome, awesome of you. Oh my goodness, like you are a champ. Uh, somebody else said, not me, but my nephew, son, and hubby went mudding and came upon a man, 80 years old, 80 older, over 80, stuck in the mud with his car. No one would have no found him for days. My kid and my husband and uh, my nephew are heroes. Let's get to some more of your answers. I'm like, good Lord, are these some stories? So many good ones. Uh, Christine, you can pick. What do you think? Yellowstone? Should I just tell you when to stop? Yeah, tell me when to stop. There's so many. Stop. My old intern and I were running an errand. As we were coming up to a four-way stop, a truck ran through it and hit another car full speed on the driver's side. We called 911. We got into the car. We didn't move the man inside the car. Uh, we didn't move the man inside the car as we were not sure how badly he was injured. I held his hands as he quickly passed away before the ambulance or police arrived. I didn't do anything heroic that day, but he didn't die alone, and I felt honored in some way that I was there with him when he passed. His funeral was the only one I've ever been to where I didn't even know a soul at the funeral. His family later sought me out and came to me, uh, came to my home one night to talk about the day and I was so thankful to tell them he passed quickly and didn't appear to be in pain. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's intense. It's very similar as to why we are doing today's text question of the day. Tell us a story when you were a hero. Because my buddy and his wife in, were in Seattle and that, that damn near very thing happened. Yeah. Uh, just based on time constraints put on us by the management, we got to go right into your top five-ish. Top five-ish today for the text question of the day, telling us a story while you are a hero. Uh, somebody said, I was a hero when I wore my Superman underoos. <laughs> Wait, oh, oh, that didn't All work right. right. When I wore my Superman Underoos. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I bet Superman folds his underwear too. Now we were talking about that earlier. Folding your underwear. He doesn't fold his underwear. Yes, he does. He flies out the wrinkles. <laughs> he does. Good point. Somebody said I enabled a hero when my daughter was a freshman in high school. She told me a friend of hers were was cutting herself. Now, if you don't know what that means, that it's literally they're cutting themselves. Yeah. It's a sign of uh, they're looking for something. They're missing something. My daughter felt the cuts were dangerously deep and feared her friend would commit suicide. The friend made my daughter promise not to tell anyone. I asked my daughter if she wanted to keep the friendship and risk her friend dying or lose the friendship but possibly save her friend's life. She chose to tell me which friend and through channels I informed a family member of her friend who I knew would handle it delicately with love. My daughter is and was a hero even though she did lose the friendship for quite some time. That's it's worth saving a life, yeah, though. Yeah, definitely. Hamburgers. Sometimes that's what you need yeah, to do. Yeah, agreed. Top five-ish for today's text question of the, uh, text question of the day. <laughs> you, you okay there, Fish? Yeah, there's like six <laughs> things going on here. Do I need to save you and become a hero? Yeah, right. <laughs> tell us when you were... Tell us a story when you were a hero. I saved someone from drowning when I was 11. Right now, I'm 28 years old. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I met a young man at McDonald's drive-thru. He recognized my laugh asked if it was me and I said yes who is this he says he will explain when I go pay when I saw him I didn't recognize him he said because when I taught him piano he was only five I made it so fun that he was a music music major and he was working his way through college and was going to become a music teacher because of me no that's awesome that is awesome that isn't it is a hero teachers are there's so many teachers that are heroes number three 
Tell us a story when you were a hero. My daughter, 14 at the time, pulled a lady out of her car that was upside down in a marsh. She couldn't get out of her seatbelt. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Number two, honestly, it was kind of crazy, guys. I was driving to college on the back roads. A little car zipped right past me. Well, about five miles up, I see skid marks in the marsh. It's like 7 a.m. I pull over to see the car upside down and sinking into the wetlands. I hear a baby crying. Oh, my goodness. I feel like we should put uh, audio with this. Uh, I hear a baby crying. No, not crying. <laughs> I ran through the marsh. I pulled the driver's side door off the hinges. Not even kidding. I grabbed the baby and the mother very young, put her over my shoulder like a continental soldier, and carried the baby up the road. I'm covered in mud. I'm shaking. I'm crying. I drive to the college. I collapse in class from sheer exhaustion and adrenaline. Guys, I slept for two days. It was in the paper. I, I am that unnamed girl. Yay. I didn't stick around to tell police what I saw, but to tell police what I saw. Wow. That's an amazing person. Yeah. And finally, number one. Tell us a story when you were a hero. On my wife and I's first date, there was a huge snowstorm where people were stuck all over downtown. Before we got to the restaurant, I helped three to four people get unstuck from snowbanks, and I wound up getting soaked from head to toe. The date went on. It went well. Four years later, on our wedding day, my mother-in-law told me that my wife knew at that moment that I was the one she would marry. There are so many today, Christine. I thought that was number one. Yeah. Holy cow. Let me read this last one. Oh, this is the one that I said was going to make me cry. This is bonus number one. Tell us a story when you were a hero. Is this really going to make you cry? I mean, it just goes to show how small acts of kindness can save a person's life. Is this the bully thing? Yeah. All right. I was a junior in high school. There was a boy that was constantly picked on, whether it was his clothes or how he looked or even smelled. Kids are just awful, and they were awful to him. One day, the entire class was being mean to this kid when the teacher left. And guys, I'd had enough. I could hear him crying behind me, so I stood up and told everybody, the next person to give him crap is dealing with me. I hugged the boy. I told him to let me know if anyone else is bothering him. The day he wrote me a note telling me how he was planning on suicide. It says committing suicide, but you're not supposed to say that anymore because mm -hmm. it shows commitment. He was planning on taking his life the day before, but because of me and showing uh, someone cared, he didn't go through with it, and it felt like he finally had a friend. Man, I'm getting so teary-eyed. Yeah. That's a great story. I was bullied in school, and that's a that's an awesome story. Yeah, man. Were you bullied in school? No, I just I can't stand bullying. Yeah. It breaks my heart. You yeah. Know? So like, so whoever wrote that to us, man, you're such a good person. You really are. You really are, and that's a. Uh, you literally are a hero. You saved that boy's life. Yeah. And even though Christine said she was too beautiful and popular to get bullied in school, what <laughs> she's really saying is you're you're a hero. You are a hero. Is that really what you were saying? No, that's not what I was saying. Okay, felt like you were. <laughs> Guys, if you want to feel motivation or maybe uh, touch the soul of someone in your life that might be going through a hard time, I'm not kidding when I say log on to the station's website later today. Check out these answers for the text question of the day. There's so, so, awesome. so many good ones. Even Christine, who's beautiful and had many friends in high school, agrees that there are a lot of good ones. You should check them out. <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah, I, just, I thought that was awkward to say. But. You ready to get funky?
right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car and go to work. Now it's the Connie and Vic show all up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Good what kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Ooh, better than that. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me dub you Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. I don't wanna get up. 